0: There and happy Wednesday! Welcome to a slice of pie podcast, where we talk about people in Polly's Island, Merle's Inlet, and Georgetown. My name is Cat Loftus, and this is episode twenty. Um, this week, as we are enjoying Thanksgiving with our family and friends, uh, we're also starting to think about the holidays and fun things to do during the holiday season. And something that many of us like to do here. Uh, in Georgetown County I'm on the my Neck, is going to Brookgreen Gardens to see Nights of a Thousand Candles. If you've never seen that, you should. It is an amazing display of lights on the trees, on the walkways, uh, candles floating in ponds, there's music playing, um, there's uh, drinks and beverages and food to eat and food trucks. There's so many great things so I thought, who could we talk to that would tell us everything we know, need to know about Nights of a Thousand Candles at Brookgreen Gardens? So Anna Lovell came to mind, and she agreed to sit down and talk with us. So you're really going to enjoy listening to Anna. Many of you may know her from when she first moved to Polly's Island. She used to work at our first little Starbucks. It was over there at um, Litchfield by the Sea, the um, little check-in area for the hotel. Uh, at that location so she did that for several years and then she got hired at Brook Green Gardens and now Anna is the assistant let me look at this assistant director of private events at Brook Green Gardens so she also does helps a lot with all the weddings and special events that are held at Brookgreen Gardens but I think it's all hands on deck when it's time for Nights of a Thousand Candles which they start decorating for in September. So you're gonna hear all about what it takes to make this work and make it happen, all the staff member and volunteers, and how you can get a ticket. Maybe if you can't get a ticket this year, definitely go ahead and start planning for 2024, because it is something to see, should be on your bucket list. It is absolutely amazing. Um, so I hope you will enjoy episode 20 with Anna Lowell talking about Nights of a Thousand Candles at Brook Green Garden. Hi, Anna. How you doing today? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining our podcast. This is episode 20 of a slice of pie podcast. And today our guest is Anna Lovell. Um, and I've invited Anna on here to talk about Brook Green Gardens and Night of a Thousand Candles. Is that how you say it? Nights of a Thousand Nights Candles. Nights of a Thousand Candles. Okay. Which is so wildly popular and everybody wants to go to now. Um, but before we start talking about that, Anna, will you just tell everybody about yourself? Like, um, just where, where were you born? Where'd you come from? Sure. I'm
1: from a small town in Indiana called Greenwood. It's just south of Indianapolis. Uh-huh. And I was raised there. I went to Indiana University, go Hoosiers. My okay. husband, I met my husband uh-huh. and we moved
0: to Polly's Island in 2012. Okay. Your husband's Kirk? Kirk or- Lovell. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, y'all live in Polly's Island now. You've lived here how long? Since 2012. So, so about 11, 11 years. years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So why did y'all move to Collins? We moved here from my husband's job.
1: He was um got hired as the director of the Myrtle Beach Airport back then. Uh-huh. And so he was there until about almost four years ago when he left to go back into consulting, which is what he does now. Okay, cool.
0: And tell us about your children.
1: We have four children, mm-hmm. Sam, Piper, Zoe, and Gage, uh-huh. and Sam and Piper are out of college and grown. Zoe's in college at University of South Carolina, and uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. Gage, our youngest, is a junior at Waccamaw. Okay, great, and we just appreciate uh, all the good things they've done for Waccamaw High and, uh, and I'm sure very successful at the University of South Carolina, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When you first came, when you first started working here, um was your first job at Birkin Jordan? No,
1: I worked at Starbucks. That's right. At the that's resort. Right. Yes, yeah. I um that's the first job I got when we moved here uh-huh. and that's how I met everyone I know. And I think you, that you was the a, only
0: the only Starbucks in Litchfield. that by mm-hmm. by the sea, yeah. right? Yeah, I remember that one because mm-hmm. uh, that was our only show in town. So, mm-hmm. I guess you had to learn to become a barista, I became a barista and I'd uh-huh. never been one before and so Is I Is it hard to learn how to make a No, it's drink? easy. It, really?
1: And, yeah, and um what I did, because I was so nervous to make drinks for people, is that I just cleaned all the time. And then they finally made me start making drinks. So <laughs> I'll just clean. I'm not going to make anything. But then once you get the hang of it, it's super easy. Okay.
0: Okay, well, good. Okay. But I
1: worked there for nine years. And I started at Fruit Green in 2017. And, but I still
0: worked there until a few years ago just because I just worked when they needed me. Which so you fun. probably met everybody in town, at least every mm-hmm. uh, teenager and every young right. girl. One well, mom, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, great. That that was what a fun, fun. That is a fun job. Um, all right. Now let's move on to your job at Brookgreen Gardens. So mm-hmm. you were originally hired at Brookgreen to do what? I was in group
1: sales and marketing, and mm-hmm. I did that for about five years, and I loved it. That's when the big motor coaches of people come in for tours, and you arrange their itineraries and plan mm-hmm. their days there. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun, and um, you're just promoting the gardens to groups. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do the school groups or not? No, that's a
0: different department. That's our creative
1: education department. They Mm -hmm. handle the field trips and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay. So, and then you moved from that job to what is your current job now?
1: I'm the assistant director of private events now. So now I handle all the weddings, (gasps) all the proposals, all of the photo shoots, and Mm -hmm. anything that's a not public event. So all private events. Like um, I've got businesses that run out the holiday cottage for like management meetings or i've got weddings or parties or rehearsal dinners or all that kind of stuff so i would do that now in addition to the groups
0: so if somebody wants to um talk with you about um having their wedding there mm-hmm. or renting out the little house. How do they what's the contact information? How do they get to you? They would
1: just email me at Brook Green. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is
0: that on the website? It is. It is on the website. Mm-hmm. So what's the and what's the website for Brook Green? Brook dot org. Brookgreen.org. Okay. We'll include that in the description. Yes. Um, okay. So I want to ask you a few questions about Brook Green okay. before we move into um Knights of a Thousand Candles. Okay. So Brook Green was originally owned by
1: Archer and Anna Hyatt Huntington. They okay. founded it in 1931. It opened to the public in 1932, and was became the first sculpture garden in America. But did they
0: actually live over on the they, other side? Of well, town? they built
1: their home on the beach in Adelaya in yeah. the Huntington Beach State Park. Yeah. yeah. Um, we own the state park. State pays us rent for it. That's part of our property.
0: Right. But okay. they
1: came down from New York um, to look at the property because she had contracted tuberculosis and she needed a warmer place to winter. So they bought this land. Brought power and electricity and modern technology to Georgetown County, and then they decided to open the first sculpture garden in America. It was all her art at the beginning,
0: and now it's still okay. American figurative artist. I want to get back to what you said about power and electricity. Did, were they responsible for getting the electricity here they, when they developed the
1: property to make it a garden? They brought in. It was during the um, Depression, yeah. And so they had they hired people that lived on the property. And they brought roads in they brought power, in. They, and they the wow. only way to get to um Brook Green at that time was on the river,
0: oh my gosh mm-hmm. so highway seventeen wasn't there, Mm-mm, they developed all of that. Wow, well, we owe them a debt of gratitude Definitely. for sure mm-hmm. okay so they so they bought it, and they were owning it and living here when they opened it. they would go back and forth, uh-huh. mm-hmm. did she get did she recover from the depression? Yes, she died in nineteen seventy three at
1: ninety eight so years old, so she mm-hmm. didn't recover
0: mm-hmm. okay. So was she, was Anna? Was she a? Um,
1: was she a sculptor? She was a famous sculptor. Okay. Yes. And actually, in 1910, she was one of a few women in the world making fifty thousand dollars a year at that time, mm-hmm. doing her art. Wow. Yeah.
0: But all the sculptures that are in Brookgreen Gardens now are are there some of her sculptures? We have the, about a hundred of her sculptures, and the others from other. Everything
1: artists. are um, all the other ones are American figurative artists, meaning they're either naturalized Americans or American citizens, and mm-hmm. it's all figurative art, meaning you know what you're looking at not okay. abstract
0: the two fighting horses at the front fighting stallions find, okay who in a high honey so. she did those mm-hmm. those are hers i wonder how long they're to do that those are, they're yeah. beautiful they're gorgeous um so much so, so much talent okay so they moved here and they developed that and it opened in 1932 did you mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. to the public yeah okay would they would the public come up like where 17 is now to get into the park or would they come by to get both uh, okay yeah boat.
1: until the road was built they came by boat,
0: okay. And did they have some workers that ran the park? Yeah, or? I mean they had
1: caretakers that lived there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the buildings that you see when you're wandering around used to be something for something else. Okay, okay. Like back in the children's garden, there's the um building that walks that walks you into the brown sculpture court where the open air sculpture is. That used to be the caretakers'
0: house, right? But you, there is still a, a caretaker that lives. on there is Mike Ammon still yeah. lives on property. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I know his son Sawyer mm-hmm. and my, um Oh, yeah, the same age as Covey. That's right. Um, so yeah, Miss um, Julia and then there's um, Freisha, right? I love, I love their whole family. They're a great family. Great family. Okay, so how many acres does um, Brookgreen Gardens cover? 9,127 acres. And it was how- four rice plantations. It was four rice plantations. Mm-hmm. And how much of that property has this, this the public see? Maybe 400. Only 400? Mm-hmm. And there's 19,000? 9,100 9, acres. Oh, 9,100. And is that just on the west side of the property, the river side of the property? Is it that yeah. yeah. Well, I mean,
1: Huntington Beach State Park is ours. Some of that's developed. So I don't count that in the 400. I count the 400, like the sculpture gardens, the Lowcountry Center, and then the zoo, like everything that you could visit. Okay.
0: Um. So now, and people can become members of Brooklyn Gardens. Mm-hmm. We love members. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let me get, so how many? Or on staff. How many people are employed? We have about
1: 140 employees. We have 140 on staff, but okay. we have over almost 500 volunteers. And you depend heavily on your volunteers? We depend heavily on our volunteers, especially this
0: time of year during Nights of a Thousand Candles. Okay. And they do such a great job. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so let's talk about Nights of a Thousand Candles because it's just, just become so popular. So t- tell us, tell our listeners, what is Nights of a Thousand Candles? It's a holiday
1: celebration. It started in 1999. This is our 24th year. Wow! And it was originally called Luminaria Celebration. Mm-hmm. In our first year, we welcomed 1,300 people. We thought that was awesome. Yeah. Last year, we had 82,000 people.
0: 82 in 21 nights. Wow! Mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it because the cars are backed up on the I highway. Know. I know. Um so So, um, how does the park get decorated? I mean, if if somebody who's never been there before, mm-hmm. what can they expect to see when they come through?
1: Well, there's lights everywhere. So there's the, over a million lights. And, li- not, it's, it's, and we hand light 3,000 candles every night. So it's candles, not, just not just candles, but it's in the trees. Right. In Live Oak LA, where the Avenue of the Oaks is, uh-huh. goes down the middle to the gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 18,000 strands of lights hanging in there, which totals 180,000 lights Right. in Live Oak LA.
0: So they're in the trees, they're in the ponds. So just- the every- floating candles
1: are in the ponds. I think we've got 900 floating candles mm-hmm. or 500 floating candles. Mm-hmm. But um, the team that does this, our mm-hmm. public exhibits team, they start in September. Okay, I, I was wondering, when did it's they start? It's the Tuesday after Labor Day. Uh-huh. We start decorating for 95,000 candles Gosh. because the week before that, we've taken down our summer light event.
0: Okay. Because we have the summer light event two nights a week in the summer. Before I ever came to Nights of the Thousand Candles, I thought all the lights were going to be white, but there are some multicolored lights. Right. The children's form.
1: garden is all multicolored. Uh-huh. And then this year in there also is going to be playing Charlie Brown Christmas by Vince uh-huh. Grimaldi,
0: I think. Yes. So um, it'll be really fun. Okay. So how much of the 400 acres are lit up or not? Mm. I don't know. 200 maybe? It's a lot. It's a lot. So how long should somebody uh, how much time should some a visitor give themselves to go through to see everything? Well think? my
1: favorite thing is is that we open the gates at four o'clock on those days and so mm-hmm. we close at nine. but come early, come when it's like just a little bit dark and then you see the gardens coming to life at night yeah. with the light. that, that is this cool. transition of the sunset yes, and then the the annual every night we do the tree lighting mm-hmm. in the arboretum and that's at six forty five so mm-hmm. that kind of The lights are already on in the main gardens and Uh you're over there and you can get dinner from Drunken Jack's and the Mm -hmm. pavilion and just see the lights come on and then walk around with your hot chocolate. There's a Drunken Jack's. Well, Inlet Affairs, Drunken Jack's um, does the food. In the litter pavilion during night. It's like set up cafeteria style. Right. Delicious, fried shrimp, Mm -hmm. chicken bog, all
0: that stuff. Yeah, I know that you can get the hot chocolate there because the last time I went, it was cold. So we were walking around with our hot Mm -hmm. chocolate. But can visitors bring their own meal with them? No. They cannot picnic at night. Mm -hmm. Not at night. Not at night. Okay. But if you visit during the day, you can bring Mm something. Okay. So, um, you come in your car and you know you usually have, there's usually a lot of people in each car right, right? yeah you have to already Everybody has a ticket you have to purchase your ticket ahead of time mm-hmm. so when do tickets first go on sale we try to get them i think this year maybe they went on sale in august mm-hmm. as early as august mm-hmm. i didn't know that um but you have to go online to buy yes, You I do see. and
1: even if you're a member you have to go on and request your tickets because a lot of memberships come with nine of a thousand candles tickets but if you don't request them
0: you're not going to get them. Okay. So if somebody wants to be assured of getting a ticket, probably becoming a member is the best way to because do it. Because you
1: get notified early when they're going on sale. Right. So how much does it cost to join
0: and become a member? It just depends
1: on what level. You know, if you're a single member, I think it's $75. If it's your whole household, everybody that lives in your house, uh-huh. you can't pretend that they live there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I think it's $125 for the whole house. And once you become a member, that allows you to actually You can go every day. Go every day to the guards, yeah. Mm -hmm. And get into nights of Thousand Candles. Well, you get tickets.
1: You get advance notice. The tickets are going to go on sale. And And the higher level memberships have tickets that come with them. Okay. But you still have to request the dates. And you would have to pay for those tickets in addition to your membership? if you are single or household memberships anything okay. above that it has tickets with the membership
0: okay and that that information can be found on the it's website it's online mm-hmm. under membership at brookgreen.org brookgreen.org okay so um say i'm not a member and i go and i was able to find some tickets mm-hmm. how much does a ticket cost um i think it's $35 an adult $35 for adult and is there a, a is it reduced price for children or? yes
1: and i don't want to quote it
0: okay I think right. okay so maybe 15 okay all right now here's the question. Don't don't hold me to that. Here's the question everybody wants to know. Are there any tickets left to Night of Thousand Candles for 2023? I think after Christmas there are. After Christmas. Mm-hmm. We have
1: it from the twenty eighth the twenty seventh through the thirty first. Twenty seventh of November. No, no, mm-hmm. no. The um everything is sold out up until Christmas. We start this coming weekend, which is the twenty fifth. The twenty fifth. Uh-huh. And then um the following week it's the thirtieth through the fourth, I think or the the third is anyway it's it's thursday through sunday and then the um 13th through the 17th mm -hmm. so it's five days that week and then we don't have anything week of christmas and then again the last five days of the year
0: so on a week in december that's not christmas week is it just thursday to sunday is it okay so well we do wednesdays on december 6th and december 13th and december 27th Mm -hmm. So, um, the, glad I knew all this though. You're doing good, you're doing real good. So, but from November 25th, um, till Christmas or that week before Christmas, that's pretty much sold out, right?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. um, the gardens are only open during the day on Mondays and Tuesdays, we're not open during the day on event nights.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you think that there are some tickets online available. There could at, be, af, there there might be uh, after Christmas. And then what's the last day of night? New, New Year's Eve? Eve. New Year's Eve. Okay. So cool. we close
1: at nine. So it's fun to go to there during New Year's Eve, and then you can be home before midnight to ring in the New Year. Okay, okay. There you go. Okay. Good. And the,
0: and the best way if you missed out this year is to become a member and be able to request. If you're a member, that you will get notified. Mm-hmm. But you still have to go request the tickets. You just can't assume. You just pick
1: your date and mm-hmm. then plan your visit around that. Okay.
0: So now, okay, so we told you how to get the tickets, uh, Brickgreen.org and encourage you to become a member because that's a better way to get your tickets now once uh, you're with your family or you're with your loved one and you're going to see okay i guess you're instructor do you have to should you come by a certain time because i know sometimes there's a lot of traffic coming from. well
1: you know the gates open at four uh-huh. so a lot of like early birds like to come then uh-huh. um, because they don't stay very late yeah. so you know if you've got something else to do go have an early dinner somewhere and then come walk the gardens because uh-huh. we close at nine yeah.
0: so it, it is very beautiful so do you have extra parking for this event? Oh, we have plenty of parking. Plenty of parking. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of wander at their own leisure. Mm-hmm. A lot of people take pictures. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Lots, lots of pictures. Lots of
1: pictures. Yeah. Lots of engagements. Lots of proposals. Lots of
0: engagements. I already have a few scheduled for this year. I'm not naming names. But you know that. I come... know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So do y'all have a um, a park photographer that will take pictures
1: or not? Mm-hmm. No. no, no. Just... Uh-huh. We don't allow professional photography in the gardens during that time just because uh-huh. it would get in the way of everybody uh-huh. enjoying themselves. Uh-huh. But, um, yours truly who does all this stuff, Uh I will, like, these people don't know what I look like. So usually I have the groom Uh send me a selfie Uh so I know who I'm looking for. Uh And I just wait for them outside of Live Oak LA. And then I, we make eye contact and then I follow them and then I document it for him and then they go get some Prosecco and have, you know, walk around with champagne. It's really fun. What a
0: magical night that would be. It's so much fun. What a great, so if you're thinking, trying to think of a great place to, um, propose to your girlfriend, Maybe you want to get in touch with Anna and propose. I'm it. your girl. Yeah, Nights of a Thousand Candles next year. So cool. Um, also, sometimes you have corporate groups. Mm-hmm, we do. I've uh. got holiday
1: parties at the Holiday Cottage. I've mm-hmm. got nine of them this year. Mm-hmm. And that entails just a, um, a fee that comes with your membership because most of them are corporate sponsors. Uh-huh. And then um, you get tickets for Nights of a Thousand Candles. We get it catered, they've got rentals, and it's just a fun holiday party. And then they go into the gardens and look at the lights.
0: Okay, so uh, I know uh, our company, P-Subbies Realty, we ha- we're a corporate sponsor, mm-hmm. and I know, but this, so would that give that company, like, so many tickets to get in? It just depends on what level you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Have it, Has anything strange or funny ever happened during Night of the healthy Handles? Do you remember any kind of...
1: Yes, we have lots of weird things that happen there. Do you share anything? Well, I think these girls hit the... um. The sparkle and fun bar a little too much <laughs> and they were trying to climb a couple trees yeah oh no so you know just weird stuff like that. did they that. fall out um i don't remember uh, we not. were just so shocked that
0: somebody would try and climb a tree during nine of a thousand candles so, oh. so no, no 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 tree climbing please there. no okay. tree climbing it's okay. not safe anything else strange or weird this ever happens oh i can't tell oh no <laughs> i know, I know.
1: Okay. people need to behave when they please get,
0: behave yeah
1: Keep your, Keep your clothes on. Please, <laughs> that's not anything anybody d- needs d- to see. Jump in the pond. Please, no. Don't drink the pond water. Right. Um, and the cranberries in the brown sculpture court are not solid, so you can't walk them in because you'll fall in. Oh, gosh. There's 530 pounds of cranberries in there. They to the walk. Yeah, somebody tried to walk on it, and they fell in. So,
0: go oh, in the pond. One dog. was
1: our mascot dog. His name's Angus, and uh-huh. he he was a puppy, and he stepped on it, and he fell in the water.
0: Oh. Poor puppy. Yeah. So just go in and enjoy and have a good time, but please don't go in the ponds and dump on the trees. But it certainly is something to see. It's certainly a bucket list item right. if you've never seen it. So um we're looking for. It. So talk to me about the volunteers. So how, how many people does it take to prepare every
1: night? Well, there's twelve twelve full time employees on that team that like, puts everything together. And they start in September. They start in September, <laughs> and then a lot of the volunteers wrap trees. We have volunteers that wrap the trees. We've got volunteers. Doing everything like I had a group of ladies at the cottage with me last week putting together the s'mores kits, and so they had an assembly line of graham crackers and marshmallows and Hershey bars and the bags, you know, and they just did it in order. They put 500 packets together for me. Okay, so if you purchase some more kit, do you go somewhere to? There's r- a fire pit at the Liner Pavilion, and you can make s'mores out there.
0: Oh, I that. You yeah, get- you get
1: two s'mores per pack, and mm-hmm. I think they're eight bucks,
0: and really fun. Well, how do you roast the marshmallow? Do you have a stick? stick-
1: oh yeah, we have the sticks there
0: and at the park, okay. like big bamboo sticks. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you always had the s'more mm-hmm, kit? We have. Okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah, anything. you can
1: purchase those at the Leonard, Leonard Pavilion Beverage Counter.
0: Leonard? Leonard Pavilion Leonard Beverage, Beverage Station is just
1: where the food is. Okay. And um, you just buy it there, and then the
0: fire pits are right behind you, and you go out there and get your stick and make your s'more. Very cool. Okay, so you have people wrapping the trees. You have ladies making the s'more kits. What else are the volunteers? Putting would- out the candles, putting
1: out the pillars that have the hurricane glasses on them. Right. They also light the candles uh-huh. and blow them out every night. And um, we have to be careful when we blow them because if you blow them too hard, then the wax gets on the glass and we have to clean those because we want it to be spectacular. So
0: who flips the switch every now? How do you get all the lights turned on and the candles lit every day?
1: Um, We do it. Well, we turn the lights on early so they're on when people start arriving. And then um, we light the candles about we have a 330 meeting every day with everybody that's volunteering and working that night. And then we um, go out and light the candles. It takes about 30 minutes to light 3000 candles
0: with our team. So you probably assign some volume. Special this, areas that's they your area, your area. You mm-hmm. go like here, you go like mm-hmm. here. And then I guess somebody's standing somewhere near an electrical box that turns the switch on. Plug it in. That's just so cool. We just
1: get so excited every night when we plug it in, it goes
0: off. We're like Clark Griswold going, whoo! That is so mm-hmm. cool. And it's and it's worked every time. But well, that you've had an episode or two where maybe it didn't. maybe. <laughs> But
1: never, I've never heard that. No, there's never any trouble. And then also every night at 6:45 we start our tree lighting, which uh-huh. is over near the Leonard Pavilion. And we have um, a musical guest, and they come out and talk and sing. And then we turn, we do a countdown. We do some carols with children, and then we
0: switch those, and then those come on. So okay. that's fun. Um, in the unfortunate event that it rains, what rain happens? or shine. So it's, so if you have a ticket and it's raining that night, you just need to come on. You can exchange it if there's dates available online. Okay
1: you could still walk through with
0: your umbrella. It's beautiful with those,
1: the rain and this extra sparkles. Uh-huh. It's extra pretty.
0: Okay. So we always say that. Okay. So the volunteers and the staff start in September and they're wrapping trees and they're I'm sure they're not setting out candles at that time. They just no, there's sleep. no candles out yet. They'll, right go, they'll
1: come out Friday or Saturday. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. the candles don't get put out until the, before the first night. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. The pillars are out. The hurricane glasses are out, but just there's no candles in there yet. Uh-huh. And then when everybody leaves and when everybody leaves, then volunteers go back and they we yeah. start blowing out the candles at nine o'clock uh-huh. and then we turn we unplug at about nine thirty. 30. Oh, that's really so cool mm-hmm. well we're just so grateful for the staff and the volunteers at brook green gardens for providing this for everybody to see it certainly is a wonderful magical event that mm-hmm. people just want to go to every year to include in their holiday tradition. it's a lot of
1: family tradition especially thanksgiving time the tickets for the weekend of thanksgiving sell out first every year is
0: that right mm-hmm. well that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. everybody's in town what a great place to go to. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and so you're always, you know, in there somewhere. Do you? I'm work, always there. You're every night for night without. I am.
1: I, because I oversee food and beverage too. So I've got all those beverage stations. So we've uh-huh. got to make sure we've got our hot cider and our hot chocolate and our prosecco on tap and all that. So,
0: does your family get to go
1: through? Um, sometimes they want to go. Usually they don't. But they fit but through. We have tickets. Yeah. Yes, yes, we yes. go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's a fun family event too. Okay. But they don't let me wear my name tag because they don't want people talking to me. <laughs> They don't want anybody asking me questions.
0: Such, such a mom of teenagers and college students, right? right, right Please right. don't talk
1: to our mom. Please don't talk <laughs> to her. Talk she to doesn't her. know anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I always say to my kids. That's just one more service. I forgot to you, embarrassing you. Right. Goal in life, right? <laughs> we don't really mean to. It just happens right. sometimes. Well, gosh, thank you so much for all Thanks the time. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Yeah, time, effort, and energy you've put into making this a beautiful event for our area, for our little town to have such a magnificent event. Our it,
1: staff is spectacular. We yeah. have a great staff and they do a great job. It really is. I'm proud to be a member.
0: You know, well, great. Well, thank you. And thank you, Brook Green Gardens, for being here uh, in Georgetown County and just uh, helping all of us to celebrate this wonderful time of the year. We hope you have um, a lot of luck and I hope it goes well, smooth, just like every single year and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Happy holidays. Have a Merry
1: Christmas. Bye,
0: Anna. So Anna and I were talking after we turned off the camera, and we thought of some more things we need to let everybody know. So I was asking, Anna, how how does each one of your personal day go when you get up in the morning? What do you do when you have to get to Brookgreen? So you were saying, well, I get there today was
1: a crazy day. We had the deliveries from Southern Crown of our Keg trailers and our prosecco taps, and those are so important. People love to have some prosecco when they wandering around the garden. So, so how, the,
0: how do how do all those taps work, and where are the taps? The keg and...
1: trailers are at the Pegasus Lawn, where That's we have a beverage beer. tent, yes, and yeah. prosecco. Uh-huh. And then um, we've got another one at the Leonard Pavilion, where Drunken Jackson and the Affairs has their food set up. Yeah. Um, but at the Pegasus Lawn is also where the entertainment tent is this year, and it's a big tent. We've got a great lineup of entertainers. They have three shows a night. Um, the, I can't remember the um list now yeah, but they're all on the website if you look at the event um but there's seating underneath there this year we haven't had that since before covid so it's nice that we're getting back a little bit normal yeah about how many people can sit under the tent i think we have about 150 to 180 chairs so under people there. just are coming and go they can come and go there's picnic tables outside there's food trucks so we've got three food trucks a night what, kind, a of food, what, kind, of, what kind of food truck oh there? my gosh we've got black cat kitchen which is wonderful fish shack Surf Dogs, Stews Q, Let's Ride Barbecue, um, the Hot Dog Wagon. And then we have a new one this year called Happy Face Funnel Cakes. <laughs> and it's going to be all like fair desserts, like yep. funnel cakes, deep fried Oreos, deep fried Snickers. So he's going to be there every night except one. And the other nights, there's three other, three food trucks there per night.
0: Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's like a festival atmosphere over it, there with it, the hanging lights and the picnics and the music and it's on all the candles it's beautiful okay so if you want to find out who the entertainers are we just go to brookgreen.org go to and, the event page and there's it. an event page mm-hmm. for night of the house great Definitely. thank you so much thanks for letting us know about that right we always forget it something that's so. all right that's all right but thanks for coming back on okay we'll see you soon bye, bye. Anna Anna Level did a great job talking about Nights of a Thousand Candles at Brookgreen Gardens. If you've never done that, you need to put it on your bucket list of things to do. To get tickets to Nights of a Thousand Candles, you go to brookgreen.org and um, click on the event that you see right there. They might have some tickets left um, after Christmas because I believe they uh, keep going until um, New Year's Eve. So maybe you can still get some tickets that way. And if not, uh, go ahead and put it on your list for next year, for 2024. Um, it's just something to see. You can also become a member. Members get notified first about when the tickets are available. And some memberships actually come with tickets. So that's very helpful to know. Um, I also wanted to let you know, if you um, want to know more about Green Guards, you can go to brookgreen.org, obviously, and they have information there. And there's been a book that's been published called Green 101. And one of the staff members who currently works works there, Robin Salman, is the author of the book. And Robin is the um, she's the vice president. Excuse me, let me look at my notes. Vice president of art and history there at Brookgreen Gardens, and she's also the curator of sculpture there. Um, so if you that would be a nice Christmas gift to give to somebody, um, Green One Hundred and One. Um, also, a little bit more about Brookgreen Gardens. If you did not know, it was a former rice plantation owned by William Alston, and he passed it down to his son, who passed it down to his son subsequently through the years until the um, Huntingtons came down and purchased it. And, Anna Huntington wanted it because she was a sculptor, and she was a renowned sculptor. And at the entrance to Brookgreen Gardens, if you haven't ever seen it, there's two humongous big uh, horses, and two men are on the horseback. It's called Fighting Stallions, and she did that, too. She just did a lot of the sculpture that are in the gardens, and there's other sculptors who have put their work there, too. So you want to see that. Um, also, in Brookgreen Gardens, there um, there's, during the day, when there's not Night of a Thousand Candles, there is... Um, Botanical gardens. There are, uh, there's a zoo with live animals. Great for children to see. A low country zoo. There, um, what else did I write down here? There's, um, historical sites that you can wander through on the trails, um, and see, um, all those different historical sites. There's old rice fields left in there. Um, and obviously the sculptures are in there too. So just so much to take in when you go to Brookgreen Gardens. It's a great place to go. You can bring groups in there. You can bring a whole chart of us full of groups can go in there, and you can take a whole group of people through there, which is super cool. And I know they've held corporate events there and fundraiser gala events there. So a lot of weddings are held at Brookgreen Gardens. So so many different things to appreciate and do at Brookgreen Gardens. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode um, of A Slice of Pie Podcast, our episode number 20. And I hope you have a great Thanksgiving week with your family and friends or just if you're eating by yourself. I hope you enjoy that too. I hope your football team wins this week. And until I see you again, um, God bless you and have a great week. See you soon.